Hi guys, on tonight's show we're looking at Reynolds, Strait, Hammer, Loomis, Amos, Torn, Roberts and Singer. This week we'll be looking at 1982's The Beastmaster. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to this week's instalment of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts, my name's Mark Plant. Hey Mark and I'm John. Hi John. Hi Mark. What is happening, my brother from another Beastmaster mother? Life is happening. Life is happening Life. fast. Yeah, That's you, it. That... You, better, you better keep your eye on the ball, don't lose it. Blink and you miss it. <laughs> Blink and you shall miss it. Yeah, like like a hawk, like a hawk, big man. Like like a hawk. I'm watching watching life like a hawk right now. Wow, uh, we're in a good mood, and and the reason we're in a good mood is because uh, if you were listening to last week's episode, we finally hit 100. We, we learned from Highlander. Wow, what a fun to do it. That's a, that's a, one of our. Highlights, highlights, highlights. Highlights. Yeah, it is absolutely. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and we we picked up loads of things, tons of things, and only afterwards did I think of about six or seven other things specifically related to the making of the film that I wish I'd been in instead of stupid stuff about seventeen eighty six or whatever it was. Anyway, we're in a great mood, and that has led us to watch something not dissimilar, a bit fantasy, a bit 80s, in a bid to learn 100 things. By now, if you've listened before, you know how this works. John watches it, I watch it. We both come up with a list of 70 things. That's right, John, 7-0, not 17, which is probably a bit more like how it worked for this one. Yeah, this one is definitely... I'm on seven. Wow. Um, what what did we watch? So this is mine, and I take full responsibility for it, but you've got to remember the first time I ever watched that, and it was a video from the video van, was uh, when I was 10. So in my head, this was the best thing in the world, and I'm not giving much away here, but there was at least four breasts in that film. So to me, it was the most exciting thing in the world. But now when I watch it back, two hours worth of, Total fun. That's no brain fun, and I do enjoy it. But yeah, there's 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 the little to no facts were in it. It was just you 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 mentioned uh, at least four breasts. Was that counting John Amos's amazing man pecs? Because they are <laughs> they phenomenal, impressive. They are John, they're like big buggers sitting there. Oh man, John John Amos is oh he's hot in this, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he really is. He's like, wow. Well, yeah, that's yeah, not I'm McDowell. That's, that's, that's oh, not McDowell. Right, oh. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. McDowell, indeed. So you mentioned it's a video van uh, film, John. What? Yes. Explain it was the video van and, and how it worked for those that, that have never had people deliver videos to them in the in, no. in a wagon. <laughs> so and Pollock. As you do, the um, it's, it, was, it was rough times. It was it was not the best place to get a lot of things. Later on, we had it, and the, the the corner shots, but videos became a big massive thing. But before that happened, 
there was literally a van. It was like an extended ice cream van that was literally just see in Blockbuster Video where they had those those things that you could slot the videos into the sideways things. The, that was literally a van that was just full of that with van with with videos in it. So that was my my, my first video shop was on. So could you go into the van and pick the videos? Or yes, the guy yeah, out yeah. So it was like the equivalent of I don't know if you've seen them, but like a fish van. So in the fish vans, they've got the back end, they've got a door in it, and you walk in. It's just like a fish van. Walk in there. There's only two people out in it one time because there was no space to move, but. <laughs> We, when I was growing up, we had a we had a, a library van that would come round to our school because our school was so small. Were you one of those readers? We had a library van. We got a reader here. We got a reader. Yeah, we got a reader. <laughs> we never had that. I haven't read anything um, that's not science fiction. I think in about fifteen years. <laughs> so yeah, the, the funnily enough, this is based Beastmasters based on a book, very very loosely based on a book. Yeah. Um, so will you let me have that one? Because yeah. these are not going to be many. We'll let you have um, that one. They're about thin in the Fantastic! <laughs> fantastic! Fantastic! So, fantastic indeed, sir. Indeed. So this is the first of our video vans, and if I've got anything to do with it, mate, it is the last. <laughs> uh, you said yourself, it's non-stop action. It's non-stop stupid, but 1982, I think pretty much everything was this bad. Correct Ooh, me if I am wrong. Well, this is now that I'm now that I'm I'm looking back on my experiences, and I'm looking back on. The, the 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 videos that my dad because bear in mind um, it was the adults who had to pick them so my dad could pick the videos so but looking back in 1982 I think he 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 got it from the 50p section because <laughs> it's probably even cheaper because when I look at 1982 where they start 1982 Blade Runner the thing E T Portergeist Tron I mean, 1980, Pink Floyd The Wall, I'm looking at videos, films I, I, I totally love, and my dad made me watch Bloody Beastmaster. <laughs> <laughs> he got it for the Oh, he, I, he, he definitely seen some breastage on there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> One of yeah. the other dads had said, you want to get this for you, wee boy, but make sure you're watching as well. <laughs> yeah, just because bear in mind, it's a PG as well, so even though I had breasts on I, it, I, that's PG. PG, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's astonishing. Uh, yeah. Different times, mate. Different times. But I think Poltergeist used to be a PG, right? Oh, God, did it? Yeah, sure it was. Yeah, the hell sure it, was. it was before there was such a thing as a 12. The bathroom scene where he pulled his face off just freaked me out. Yeah. Once. Yeah, yeah. Clowns. I mean, that's enough to oh. freak anybody out, right? Yeah, no one likes clowns now. <laughs> but yeah, 1982 no, was great. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So let's let's uh, let's let's get on with it, shall we? Um, so the film opens. It opens with some great titles. I think the the director of this has uh, done a few bits and pieces. Bubba Hotep, have you have you seen that? Yeah, Bruce Campbell. I've never actually yeah. seen it, and I need to see it because everybody rates it. I think it's a cult classic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It, well, apparently so. I don't much care for it, if I'm entirely honest. I, I think really? it was overhyped for me. I think a lot of people said, you'll absolutely love it. It's hilarious. Bruce Campbell's brilliant. Bruce Campbell is brilliant in it. But 
yeah, I didn't I didn't enjoy it as much as as I hoped I would. I could maybe watch it again, right. without being you know so into it. But it's the it's the guy that did Phantasm. Do you know, I, I like the Phantasm you know, films. Four. A couple. I've not seen a single one of them, but I remember no, being really. horrified by the poster as a kid. It's the tall man, wasn't it? The big, the tall so, guy. Yeah. So I'm going to go out of my way this weekend to watch Phantasm. I'm pretty sure it'll be on YouTube. And if it isn't, I will find it somewhere. But yeah, he also did Beastmaster 2, which I haven't seen, but I think probably ends up with him going into the future. Yeah, I, I, I think it is, it's something about time warp. It's like, like the, one of the, is it the Turtles movies where they go back in time or something like that? So he's probably gone forward in time. He's probably got to go to time. Yeah. Yeah, the, the 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 secret of the ooze that the creatures with the skin create ooze. I mean, that's brilliant. Anyway, we will come to that. So we open with some sexy ladies. They're doing a seance. They're not wearing very much, and they're dancing around. I mean, look, as a kid, had I seen this as a child, I did see it as a child, but 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 I can't remember a thing about it. Sexy ladies doing a little seance. We love a sexy seance. Uh, turns out, as they turn around, they're not so sexy. They've got scary witch faces. Mm-hmm. Scary. Mm-hmm. Still probably would jump, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you don't look at the uh, fireplace, etc., etc. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> but he is, he is, he is rip-torn. <laughs> It's the, the the first person that's really an actor in this film. Uh, here's Rip Torn, except he's got a fake nose, prosthetic nose, and some mental eyebrows. Yep, yep, yep. It's, Those um, eyebrows are amazing. They had a life of their I mean, own. The pros- Did you know? Think the, the I don't know about you, but when you looked at prosthetics, I'm thinking, and especially with the girls doing the seances, I've looked and seen the actresses that did it, and they're really stunning looking models. But everybody's just cladded and. Like shows you their bodies. Their bodies are perfect, but when it comes to the face, it's like, why are you sticking that plasticine on someone's face? <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. It, it 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 was it was a mess. Um, so the witches tell <laughs> tell Riptorn or Max as he's called. Yeah, which I believe is pronounced differently. But what the, what I watched the 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 the, the Blu-ray that I watched. There was no subtitles, and the sound is atrocious. Yeah, absolutely a- atrocious. Yeah, I think I think we watched the same copy because mine's was the same. It was remastered, so visually it looked good, but the sound was terrible, really bad. So the witches say to to eyebrows, uh, "He is doomed by a prophecy. He'll die at the hands of the son of King Zed." What a name, uh, King Zed? I just, yeah, I, King- honestly, just, I just thought about. Um, that Quentin Tarantino movie, Pulp Fiction, yeah. Dead's dead, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Whose son is this? It's an heir, baby. Whose heir is this? It's Zed's. Who's Zed? Zed's, Zed's in a basement, honey. <laughs> Zed's in the dungeon with. He's, been, he's blind. Yeah, sucking on, sucking on a ball gag. <laughs> <laughs> Was. Um, so Zed's wife is pregnant with the, with the child, and, and allegedly this is the child that's going to kill them. Yeah. Max decides. I, I keep calling him Max. It's not. It's ri- I've written it down as Max, and it's written on the thing I'm I'm reading off of here as Max. But I think it's pronounced. It's, it's Max. 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 <laughs> to the Max. 
<laughs> he's praying to R R. There's a lot of stupid names. Everyone's called Dargar, Max, Car, Par, Fan, Philly, Bully. Echo. <laughs> yeah, he's praying to R as as a god who <laughs> who wants a sacrifice, uh, and he's decided the king's son will be the sacrifice. And two two birds, one stone. He can kill the kid, and the kid can't kill him. Yes, brilliant. Yep. Here comes King Zed. Uh, with his guard, Seth, who is the fantastic John Amos. John Amos. He's brilliant, in he? Isn't he oh, so it's, good? Yes, he's actually a this as well. He's really, really yeah, good. He's the, he, oh, he, 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 there's only two people in this that are actually really trying, and I think that's John Amos and Rip Torn. Although I, you'd argue Rip Torn isn't, but I read a few things about how keen he was on how he played it. Yeah, so, yeah, so he's going to play it as... Uh, was it a vulture or a turkey? Or <laughs> turkey vulture. Apparently, <laughs> turkey yeah. vulture. <laughs> the, the prosthetic nose was his idea. Well, that's that's. So we'll that's, add that to the. That's a, that's very a short list of shit we've picked up from this film. So we had two. two. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that was two. So we're on three, John. And Although. Go on. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Every time I heard, uh, like, even though the main titles were just static pictures of birds and, and various tigers and stuff like that, I don't know about you, but did you think the music sounded a bit, oh, hang on, it could have been a ripoff of uh, Battlestar Galactica? I did think that. I absolutely Yay. thought that. Yeah. It was Because there's, there's parts throughout it. I'm kind of like, I wonder if this is the same guy. And I was listening to the soundtrack inverted commas yesterday it's all on youtube on one track for like an hour as i was doing a few other bits and pieces and doing some research into the things that i learned and i thought this is really familiar but i it can't really put is. my finger yeah battlestar galactica yeah yep, battlestar, battlestar galactica. galactica as soon as i seen it i could just see that bloody ship and like that's battlestar needs more, galactica. Needs more, this movie needs more cylons cylons <laughs> Cylon and Garfunkel. There's a future oh, <laughs> reference. Nice. So they decide to. I think Z, I think King Zed looked like Graham Chapman <laughs> from Monty Python. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's got one of those sort of Chapman S faces, but his his wife he is a bit haughty, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Yeah, they banish him, and and the witches. This is really weird. So there's like a cow. <laughs> they've got a cow and the wife the wife's lying in bed and they're kind of doing like the whoa the witchy thing and the witchy thing and the belly's giving it the big fucking you know moving and all that it looked like the bit out of dawn of the dead yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, i get you and somehow the child goes into the belly of the cow or goes into the womb of the cow and the child is born of the cow okay yep. Okay. That's interesting. They throw Zed, Graham Chapman, into the into the uh into the, the cellar, basically, and the child is born and there's a sex another sexy lady, she's gonna do the branding, she's gonna brand the child. Yeah. But as she's about to brand the, the child, she's gonna brand the child. Mm-hmm. She looks up Brandished. Ah, she's not sexy lady. Yep, it's always the same, isn't it? Because it shows you them, and they've got sexy legs and sexy everything, sexy fingers, sexy, and then it gets to the face like, you unsexy bastard. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And you're kind of like, oh, hey, 
had a had a oh yeah, less so. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is really which is a little bit disappointing, but it's okay. So she brands it, and there's somebody watching. What's the name of this guy, John? Because I couldn't get this for all I tried. So this guy is the new dad. It's the adopted dad. Do you know? It, it doesn't. It doesn't say his name, and I think he's just credited as Dar's father. Right. Okay. But so his, she name brands is, the baby. his name is Ben Hammer, though. What a name, Ben Hammer. Ben Ben Hammer. Can't mm-hmm. touch him. <laughs> <laughs> Except later on, if you use fire. Yeah. So she, he he throws this this weapon at her. Um, so he's branded with the symbol of R. Um, he 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 throws this weapon. It's called a kappa, and it's like a. Do you remember in the eighties those ultimate boomerangs? Yes, which had like a three. It was basically a circle with three points on it. I had one of those. I could never yeah. get it to come back to me. But apparently, you could throw it really, really far, and it would come back to you. Back. All I ever did as a kid was throw it really, really far and into the ground, and, and then run and get it. That's no. it. Yeah, this, that throwing stick stunt of yours has boomeranged on us. Uh, is exactly. <laughs> It looked like Kroll, didn't it? That that thing in Kroll, the thing he it did look like Kroll. And do you know what? It was at this point, John. I thought, why the fuck are we not watching Kroll? Which is a much better film. Because it was better. in the video van. I told you this. It what? was in the video van. Where did you? T- oh man! Did, did they not the pay the good van. money for Kroll yep. in the video? Yep. Van? That must have been in the top section. <laughs> of the porn. <laughs> Behind the curtain. <laughs> so he throws the. He throws this this thing at the woman, killing her. He saves the child and adopts him. And, yep. and we kind of zoom forward. He's yeah, kind he's of raising him as his own son, isn't he? Yeah, showing him how to sword fence, showing him how to throw, throw the, the boomerang. So the kid's called Dar, because, you know, why do anything other than one-syllable fucking names? I know. Why are you wanting to name my way anyway? Dar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they're, they're, they're having a bit of a fight with swords again it's kind of like Highlander in many ways uh, he shows him how to use the the, the, the kappa <laughs> and he he throws it and takes this boy's hat off <laughs> which I thought was really good <laughs> and he's like, like you pesky kids and it's like yeah done started um, <laughs> but then there's a bear attack <laughs> and up close, it's a bear. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. uh, it, it really, really close. It's just a bear's face, and then at distance, it's just a man in a bear suit. <laughs> it's really shit. Well, apparently, that, this is don't quote me, but apparently, it was a Russian bear, the only one there, and it attacked its trainer before the scene. And oh right, okay. Yes, yeah, so, but I could see what because it was shot in two scenes. So one one minute it's covered in blood. And then the next minute, there's no blood on it. So you're thinking, the trainer's blood. Was it? Was it? No, we'll keep that. The director's going, quick, get rolling, quick, while it's covered in blood. And it's got got a taste for human flesh. That's it. (laughs) Get that, boy. Your first ever seen it is getting attacked by a bear. Absolutely. (laughs) It was crap. But I was a little bit kind of bothered by it walking on its hind legs because you know that that was it was trained to do that and we've all seen that advert for the charity uh, save the bears you know going these bears have been forced to dance in circuses uh, just five pounds a month will allow us to cut top from the big top <laughs> and allow the bears to escape Let give them us free. five pounds a month and there'll be no more bears dancing 
to organ grinders music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fucking Madagascar music I was trying to think of last week. Sorry, next week when we watch fucking cats or something. <laughs> We're not watching cats, by the way. Never. There's absolutely no way I'm uh, watching any more than the first six minutes no. of cats that I've seen. Nothing with James Corden in it at all. I can't I can't I can't bear it. Yeah, History Boys is alright. We've seen History Boys. That's not bad. Right, what we got? So where are we at? Oh, right. We're not a history, boys. That's for sure. Um, so <laughs> they defeat the bear, and he's he's a little bit more grown up now, uh, which was uh, which was nice. I, I was a bit upset as as I watched it that literally that's just a little bit of him growing up, and then the next bit, he is. Yeah, he's 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 kind of a kind Ooh, of an Ooh, adult almost. Phil Mark Singer, isn't he? Phil Mark yeah. Singer. Yeah, and and there's there's a dog. We find a dog, Todo. That's a little bit too close to Toto for my liking. <laughs> in it. Uh, there, there was a bit in this film where I thought, is it all filmed in Italy? And it, are most of the people in it speaking Italian? You know, like the Spaghetti Western movies? Yeah. I did yeah, think, you know, really. have, have they all learned like English phonetically? But no, it just turns out they're all terrible actors. It was filmed in a national park in America. And they're uh, all just terrible actors. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's something I learned. That it was in a national park. Not that they're terrible actors, but I also learned that. It was really so, bad. We're going about daily life, and here comes a man on a horse. I think it's the fucking Kurgan <laughs> from Highlander. Horns, like it looks like he's wearing like a goofy hat or something. It looks like Mussyland. Just like Yeah, he's loose about this hoose. This is, um, a, this is a jar, isn't it? The jar. Is the, it jar? The, the, the jar? Yeah, Jun. possibly. The Juns. They're the Juns. Um, yeah. And they... Uh, they're... <laughs> they just go in and just start chubbing everybody up, didn't they? Slash yeah, that. absolutely out of nowhere. And, and I have absolutely no idea why. Um, so they just come in and... Start killing everybody for no reason. It doesn't look like they steal anything. They just murder everybody. Not, not even. I was not. really disappointed. One pair of breasts. Near oh, there was, near yeah. Some yeah, late naked lady running by, yeah. That was oh, it. So they weren't even taking advantage. It was just killing everybody. Now, there was a group right. of kids. We don't know what happened to those kids, but they're probably stuck in a pool somewhere. <laughs> oh, well, after everybody's dead, and I mean everybody, everybody. except for Dar, I mean his dog dies. Including the dog. Oh, it was heartbroken. Well, he gets pulled to safety by the dog, but did you notice at one point when he's getting dragged along, the dog sort of re- re- tries to grip it, but he's trying to grip it, he's still getting pulled along. So it's obviously people just pulling him along the floor, which obviously <laughs> a dog hasn't got the strength. So did the look gone, the dog's trying to get another grip, but instead of that, it just keep pulling him. So as the dog's trying to rebite, it's like <laughs> getting dragged along. <laughs> Poor bugger. <laughs> See that? That's brilliant. the 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 dog gets shot, but he does this brilliant thing. He's he gets shot by this guy with an arrow, and he grabs a buckler, and the arrow hits the buckler and kind of goes through it, but doesn't doesn't hurt him. And then, as the guy jumps at him, he turns the buckler round so that the pointy bit of the arrow, the arrow head, pointy yeah. bit of the arrow. All right, okay, Q branch. <laughs> <laughs> he falls onto it. 
and that kills it. But I was like, that is that's smart thinking. That is yeah, good. that's very good. Just that imagine pushing it back through, even though it's plugged into him, he's pushed it in. So the business end of the that's arrow, smart. we'll call it the business end of the arrow. The business <laughs> end, absolutely. And they all get they all get killed. The dog drags him to, to safety, of course, as, as, as you mentioned, kind of does. Um, it takes him a fair bit, though, because if you look at the, the, the scene of... The village, it's just a raised village in a circle with no foliage around about it. And then the next minute, he's getting dragged into some kind of forest. You're thinking, so, Yeah, uh, I know, yeah, absolutely. That's like, that's yeah, that's. Miles. <laughs> yeah, I've I've made short films before. It's dead easy to, uh, dead easy to just change the, the bit that you've, that you've filmed for the next scene. He wakes up, realizes Dug's, the dog's, dog's deed. deed. Dog's, Ken, Ken, dog, Ken Dodd's dog's deed. Uh, Ken Dodd's dad's dog. Did he know doggy? <laughs> I think it might be the second time we've mentioned that in the first episode. Yeah, absolutely. He goes back to the village to find that they are all 100% done. I mean, they've all been burnt. What, what upset me in this fight scene was there wasn't a single man on fire in this. There was loads of fire going on, but there wasn't yeah. a man on fire, which is one of my favourite tropes. Yeah in film to see a man in a big overcoat, yep. you know, a big like lead overcoat covered in fire. Covered in grease. We will come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will come back to that because it does happen later in the movie. Spoilers. And as he goes back to the village, you can see they're all done. There's a, there's quite a few mannequins impaled on on spikes, yep. which quite blatantly <laughs> just mannequins, you know, yeah. quite blatantly just fucking plastic. <laughs> he takes the dog yep. and he puts the dog with his father and burns the bodies. Like they're all in a circle. We are lying through it. I think it's like I don't know why, but it keeps drawing that 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 symbol. Oh, so he does. Yeah, yeah so he yeah. does. One well notice. Yeah, I don't know what it's related to. So he, 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 there's a bit where he kind of remembers back. His father said earlier on, "There's a mark on your hand, and that's your guide. If anything happens, you should look for the enemies, the Juns, and seek your destiny at the Valley of." And I wasn't sure what it was, and it says here Aruk. But I'm not sure that's actually what it was. No. Aruk, as, 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 uh, anyway, some fucking valley. So, <laughs> he I've, starts his oh, journey, doesn't he? Yeah, like, get I, out I, of he's here. Got a, he's got a stacked bod and he's only wearing a loincloth. Do you think Arnie was busy in 1982? Well, do you know what, mate? I'm going to be honest with you. That montage of him doing sword fighting and then running through the water while cutting the water while it splashing up just was enough to it was like a total montage on it with him just running about glistening just just fighting with the wind that's exactly what it was and you know when you just can't help but think hang on a second um, do you know do you know what what arnie was doing in 82 do you know what movie arnie was making in 82 don't know 1982 so he was making Conan. What one was it? Was it Conan the, the Barbarian? Barbarian. Destroyer it's, was eighty-four. But apparently, the director of this got offered to do the Destroyer, but he didn't like the the script because he obviously, with the look of this as well, he said the sort of same image that they wanted to go for. But apparently, he didn't like the script. So, because as soon as you see this, you think Conan, isn't it? Oh, of course so, you do. So many comparisons. Oh, what do you do when you see a man you like? I grab him. Grab him and take him. <laughs> That's the one, isn't it? Is that the... Oh, I, grab him. I grab him and take him. <laughs> yeah, that's not very woke these days, is it, Bridget Nielsen? Uh, you need to chill the fuck out, love. 
Was Grace Jones in? Grace Jones was in Destroyer, wasn't she, or was she in? Yeah, Barbarian? yeah. Uh, oh, mate, they all mould into one. There's a really sexy do. witch in the first uh, Conan, isn't there? Yeah, that was a bit of an awakening for me, by the way. The sexy witch in Conan. I'm just going to say, my awakening though. Uh, oh, was it? Yeah, mate. I had a I had a slightly higher class awakening. Uh, or as I told somebody the other day, Adams, the first Adams Family movie, gave me a bit of an awakening. Um, <laughs> so always, always fancied Uncle Fester. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Really, that <laughs> big, big fat bald men were hunchbacks. <laughs> We like what we likes. Um, anyway, uh, so he's off. Just gallivanting. Oh yeah, he's on the top of this cliff, and this eagle joins him. The eagle's got a name that I struggled to get. Oh god, Sh- Shrek was it called? Max Shrek? Oh no, that's Christopher Walken in Batman Returns. Uh, I Sh- Shriek or Shrek? Oh, Sh- Shrek. Shadak. Um, Boom, Shadak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, nice one. Yeah, so Sharak is this eagle, and we find that all of a sudden he's got this connection with this eagle, and he can see through its eyes. His eyes, yeah. Uh, and, and all I could think was, I tell you what, that Assassin's Creed Odyssey's got some explaining to do, haven't they? I don't know. Where'd you it's get that exactly bit? exactly the yeah. main bit. One of the main things in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So he can see through whatever that's doing. I've put, he's having a swim and he's doing the sword bit. Two ferrets running, grab his gear and run like hell. Yeah, and these things, it turns out, because it took me some looking up because I wasn't 100% sure. These things are ferrets. And you know what, John? I like an animal actor as well you know. So let me tell you a few things about ferrets. Apparently, they spend 14 to 18 hours a day sleeping, just like my cat, Colin Robinson. Uh, the average length of them is 20 inches, just like you. As you do. Yeah, yeah. And they're carnivores. They eat whole small prey. They're used for hunting rodents, which is also known as ferritin. Uh, Caesar Augustus took them to the Balearic Islands in 6 BC uh, to cull the rabbit plagues that were there. And I would assume while he was at... Uh, uh, while he was on the Balearic Islands, they also went clubbing, you would think. Really not. Possibly space. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as that's the only club I know in Ibiza. In England in 1390, it was made illegal for non-wealthy landowners, i.e. scum like us, to hunt using ferrets. Only if you owned land that was worth 40 shillings or more. That's why I only use Bill Mastiffs. <laughs> <laughs> the rabbit's fucked. What, proper fucked? Aye, proper fucked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not an episode. Snatch. Uh, the golden eagle, by the way, which is what Sharak is, is native <coughs> to, is a native of Eurasia, not to be conf- confused with the band <laughs> sang a little say, respect. Is it one of Andy Bell's? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy Bell needs more mentions. He really does. What a nice guy he is. Uh, and North America. Its wingspan is between six and eight foot. Sorry, John. Oh, no, sorry. I was just going to say that eagle uh, was prone to not flying during the shoots, so they had to drop it out of various things from a great height. 
<laughs> Seriously, just like yeah. take it up in a plane. I think they had to <laughs> right brick, boot it out the window, boot it out they the had a, cargo bay. <laughs> I think they had a, had a hot air balloon with a trap door in it and had to sort of just have it set because it would just sit there and they would just look, release it and it would need to fly. So that was. <laughs> Do you think he's sat in the hot air balloon going, this is fucking brilliant. I'm so lazy. Look at all those other golden eagles. <laughs> lazy oh, prick of a bird. Funny, funny, uh, funny story. When I was, I moved, I moved to iBooks uh, when I was about 13 or 14. When I, when I got there, there was a, like a biscuit factory. Just like for recycle, not recycle, but they would just take all the broken down biscuits to this place. And I have sat and wondered for weeks what this place was because it always smelled of really rotten things. One day I walked by and there was uh, an eight-seater old car. I think it was a Cortina and it had a golden eagle in it. So people would actually go there to get feed for their animals. So some guy had a golden eagle sitting in the back of this massive big eight-seater car. Or (laughs) seven-seater, sorry. Okay. (laughs) That's that's one of the the more random things I didn't expect us to do. (laughs) So what what you're saying is that they enjoy eating biscuits. You love a good... Boxes of broken biscuits. Love a good rotten biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently they eat up to two pounds of meat a week uh, and half a pound of broken biscuits. Shifting on, these these ferrets come out of nowhere and basically nick his clothes and his bag. Now I'm amazed he didn't just stamp on them, but apparently he can he can reason with them, thieving little bastards. So he chases after these little bastards who have nicked his his gear and finds that they're on some overhanging branch uh, that oh, he can't oh reach to get it's it's a little bit like that scene out of the five bloods where he's uh where he's packed full of of gold is there a great movie by the way i recommend it to anybody yeah well it's funny he does he falls into quicksand um and i learned about quicksand so quicksand is a liquefied soil that cannot support uh weight According to a 2010 article, almost 3% of films in the 60s had quicksand in them. Wow. It is impossible for a human to actually sink entirely into quicksand. It has the density of 2 grams per milliliter, whereas humans have a density of 1 gram per milliliter, except for me, because I'm really fat. Wow. So all those Tarzan yeah. episodes and movies lied to us, big man. Yeah, it's they all lied. bullshit, mate. Yeah, it's all bullshit. To get out of it, here you go. Make a note of this, listeners. To get out of it, you're meant to move slowly, wade slowly, and then get yourself into a floating position on your back, and then basically swim your kind of swim your way out of it i've said it before and i'll say it again this podcast is a public service podcast yes we will make sure that you are looked after no matter saving lives saving lives we we, daily weekly we're saving lives absolutely saving lives so he falls into the quicksand he manages to get himself out but uh one of these little rats falls in yeah yeah grabs in and he saves it out of the thing. But I'm, I'm just going to say now that I don't think I'm, I, I, I watched the credits, but I didn't watch to the very, very end, but I'm pretty sure there isn't one of those humane society of America stickers at the end of this, because 
that looked like it would just been dunked in some in some sludge really when he pulled does. it out. That, yeah. that 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 rat was not looked after. <laughs> it was not. There was a few of them as well because even though there was two of them, but apparently they, they went through a fair few ferrets to get it all done. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like, like they do with like they do with child actors. Yeah, I don't need that one. Get rid of that one. Um, but he named it, didn't he? So once he was lying back with his loincloth hanging open, shouting, "I shall name you Kodo, <laughs> Kodo and Podo." Podo, I know. That's what they're called, Kodo and Podo, which at least is a little bit better than the others. He then discovers a couple of bad, couple of badens that have tied up a tiger, like a black tiger. Oh, a, a panther named Rue. So it's may, that's maybe a panther, by yeah, the way. Yeah, but it's quite blatantly a tiger painted black. Yes, and you can see it's, it's, it's snout. Because you can and again. stripes on it. Yeah, but now, I, you know, and again, you can see it's I'm like, oh my God. Now they could not get away with that nowadays. Because apparently when they asked to do it with, no. uh, it was either a panther or something else who says not, they were not trainable. So they did it with the, the painted up tiger. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> too old. Too old the, the panther is. Cannot be trained. <laughs> Can never be a Jedi. In his ways. It's in his ways. I looked into black tigers. Uh, they're technically not a thing. And this was a tiger painted black, as we've just discussed. In 2014, though, a black tiger was born in a zoo in India. It's the second to have ever been born into captivity. Well, uh, not tiger, black tiger, obviously, which I thought was quite interesting. So he he saves that, and that's another thing. So he's got it all, and he says, "Eyes, cunning, strength." Now I have my eyes, my cunning, and my strength. And all I could think was Boris Johnson: hands, face, space, <laughs> face. Yeah. Tell you what, I'd love to set a fucking black tiger on Boris Johnson. <laughs> In fact, he looks like he's already been mauled, doesn't he? Yeah, every, every day, Great. every day, he looks like he's mauled. He's he's done, done, he has done everything he can, everything he can at this point. He was on the news recently saying, "I've done every, we've done everything we can yeah. to, make sure, to make sure the economy hasn't." Fallen into the gutter because that's all you care about. Yeah, travel to Scotland for no reason. Oh, uh, yeah, well, that was only this week. Yeah, absolutely. He comes across a waterfall. Ladies, this is why I recommend this film. There you go. <laughs> Jesus. And they're not witches. They're not witches for once, which is nice. He sends the rats to gather their clothes, which is a bit me too, as far as I'm concerned. And the cat pretend, he uses the cat to pretend to attack. I've put me me too arsehole. Um, yeah. But it's the way he just it's like how can I repay you? And it's just the way he just grabs him, kisses him like yeah. that's just no right. Yeah. He says, You owe me your life. I'll take this as payment and grabs her and kisses her. She's called Kiri. Uh she doesn't have a delivery service, that's Kiki. And <laughs> she is a slave to the priest of the temple of Ra. Yeah. Uh, she's Tanya got, Roberts. She is Tanya Roberts. Hey, what a what a lovely lady. She died earlier this year, John. She died this yeah. month. Yeah, well, as of recording, did. anyway. Uh, last month was publishing. Yeah, um, which which I believe she she was only in her early seventies, which is a shame. And that she's stunning though. Those those eyes are amazing. Yeah, absolutely. She says, You'll do well to forget me. And, I'm a slave. 
she yeah she's got the whip marks he says that's that's no way uh, you've been whipped like a beast i'll protect you and she's like no you won't anyway she's off she's got a job to do so he sees he sees this tree on a hill in the dark this is this is beyond mental and i've seen both of those ewoks movies right <laughs> he, he goes up to the <laughs> he goes up to the tree and there's a man in like a cage attached to the thing and there's a bubbling pot cauldron yeah yeah he goes to the cauldron smells it doesn't smell very good uh but uses like the ladle and there's a human head in it i was like oh that's yeah. pretty good i love the way he offered it to the uh the, <laughs> the black duck tiger he's <laughs> like here you try something <laughs> that oh yeah i'll survive thanks so he he goes and he saves the man from the cage and as the man from the cage is escaping basically this skin monster with like skin wings turns up and envelops him in its wings and all of a sudden, he turns into green goop and bones. Yeah, because you just see his feet, and it's just green goo all the place. Now, yeah, that's, for it. Like, that's scary. Yeah, that's about that that the out when I was younger. Not the breath. That's probably the- my favourite bit of the whole film. And there's boobs in it, uh, <laughs> and that is still my favourite bit. So they, he, he does that. He then gets surrounded by them. So he's about to get turned into goop and bones. But the hawk to the rescue. They back off because they worship a hawk statue. And I've yeah. put. Uh, looks like Deadpool in a skin overcoat. Gives him a medal with a hawk on it. Yeah, it's like a, a, a get one free medal. <laughs> yeah. One free favour. <laughs> yeah. Next ne- next time next time you need helped out, give us a shout. And then I've put it puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Nah, that's a lot of skin, though. That's a lot oh, of skin. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, put the lotion in the basket. We we go to a we go to this village. He's on this hill. Look at this village. But he is next to the village, and it's a model village. He oh, is yeah. right next to this thing. He's not. He's not far yeah. away. And Rachel went, "Oh, you'll fucking love that. You love a model village." Yeah, but, but then you then you see him running through. Like I don't know if you noticed this, but every time he looks at something, he can see it. He can physically see the village, whatever it is. But then next minute, as I seen him running through like a field. That's near we are fucking near whatever he's making. Yeah, be. yeah, really fucking, really random. Funny random though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at this model village, it looks like Camelot. 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 It's only a model. He crosses what I've written is a moat of ass. Yes, it's like some bubbling ass moat. It's the bog of eternal stench. From, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, exactly what it from is. And he comes into a village full of Shetland ponies. Uh, I <laughs> With no owners. <laughs> yeah, just milling about these Shetland But There's nobody in this village except the Shetland ponies. I made a few notes, John, because I, I don't really like horses. There's something about horses. I, I'm, I think horses are generally owned by uh, people that think they're better than I am. So I don't really like them. But I quite like Shetland ponies because they're like pit ponies, aren't they? And I'm yeah, from coal mining. They, they get the job done. Yeah. Apparently, they're usually up to 42 inches high, Shetland ponies, which is about the size of Kirsty, I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, they originated in the Bronze Age as a pack animal. So not like as in animals that hunt in packs, like fucking velociraptors. Yeah, but-, <laughs> but yeah, you would, you would put a pack on them. And miniature, and this is it, miniature Shetland ponies are used as guide dogs. Wow. 
And that's where last night, after I'd watched the, the remainder of the movie, I fell down a fucking rabbit hole. So I'm going to tell you some facts about about trainee guide horses, because guide horses are a thing. Mate. Get yourself online and have a look. I mean, they make they make your dog look look like the midget he is, but they're basically dog sized horses. Apparently, the first ever trainee guide horse was called Twinkle and was chained by Janet Burles of North Carolina in 1998. Right, 1998. 1998. I then read, and I'm sorry if you are of a, uh, if if you love horses, I'm sorry about things I said, uh, but do uh, skip forward 30 seconds. In 2009, she pleaded guilty to 10 counts of animal cruelty over after they found 22 carcasses on her farm of horses that were starved to death. She got 15 months in prison for this. Jesus. I wonder what they do in prison to people that starve horses to death. God knows, but... That's, Whatever uh, it is, they deserve it, I would say. Yeah. Wow, that's brought the uh, the mood down, hasn't I was, it? I was really happy there getting drunk until you ruined it. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. He, he covers up, he puts like a burlap sack on uh, and goes over to find out where all these people are. Rip Torn's sacrificing a boy that's uh, boy that's dressed as Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, fight, fight. Yeah. <laughs> he 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 grabs him and doesn't say get over here. Yeah, he looks like a young Anakin Skywalker. Now this is pod racing. The kid gets dropped in, but the hawk grabs him and flies off with him, and they put, or at least a straw dummy of a very, yeah, very that's, small child. That's the latest kid you've ever seen in your life, and it? it's so late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he, he says, "See, R has spoken. He wants your children." Ah. <laughs> right, yeah, okay. yeah, so it's now nightfall. Um, Beastmaster returns Scorpion to his kids, and the dad says, "I'm forever in your debt." The dad looks like your man Gregor Fisher with a bowl cut. <laughs> looks like Ramsey. Was his name <laughs> bowl cut? His name is Sacco, isn't it? Sacco, bowl Sacco, Sacco, bowl Sacco, bowl Sacco. Just in his townsman, <laughs> townsman <Wow>. Sacco. <laughs> okay, that's that's. <laughs> Uh, but that's when he learns that uh, is it Kiri is to be sacrificed. Yeah, that's right. So that. he, he's basically giving up on the thing that his dad's told him to do all of his life just for a bit of tail, isn't he? Pretty much. Hey, you can't waste that tang, man. Nobody wants to waste that tang. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> no absolutely. tanks you're going to waste in this movie. <laughs> no, of course. Yeah, yeah. So we know that the Jun Horde has gone north. But Max Marx says uh, that they're going to return. Uh, your man says to uh, <laughs> Sacco, uh, thanks very much for feeding me. Uh, I'm off, but you'll see me again kind of thing. And you're like, well, all right, okay. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. you will. <laughs> the <laughs> And the, the, one of my favorite bits coming up, he's got a magic ring, I bet he has. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Old... Uh, Old Ripton, and it's brilliant. He says this will lead us to the Beastmaster, and and this this ring's brilliant. So so Dar stops for a drink, which is like water coming out of some roots of a tree. It's really like doesn't work at all on any level. Uh, but he's being watched by a man with a ring, and 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 the ring kind of 
he's like a closed eye and it opens up and there's an eye in there and, and they can see what's going on. It looks a little bit, I, I made a note, like visionaries, like a hologram from a visionaries. Oh, yeah, Knights yeah. of the Magical Light. Oh, I remember that. Oh. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, visionaries. <laughs> That's visionaries, Knights of the Magical Light. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm about. Oh, yeah, I certainly do. I'm old enough to know better. Yeah, indeed. He, he he kills a couple of these guys and whips the ring. Uh, takes takes the ring and he goes. Of course, he does. Uh, whips it in his sack, which is oh the, the, the guy. Oh, this is brilliant. Yeah, he does. He puts it right in his sack. One of the guys falls in a trap. Falls in this hole in the ground, and the and the the lion tiger thing goes in there. And who's watching along? But it's Seth. It's your man, the uh, the guard from the start of the movie. John Amos, John Amos. Uh, and he's got a boy with him and he, he, he and, and obviously that guy gets eaten to bits uh, the boy says something like should we help him and he says our oh, life is a circle and I thought Disney have got a lot to answer for <laughs> it really is life <laughs> alright Desiree so they're pilgrims and they're off to the temple of Arg but they're travelling together so he has to take the child there and as they're sat talking with the Beastmaster, he says, oh, here are the jewels that Kodo and Pono have stolen. He says, he says, oh, I like this one. It's the, the ring with the eye on. And he says, there you go. Have the, um, have the ring with the eye on. It turns out that Kerry, when he mentions Kerry, Kerry is this boy's cousin. So it's the young lad's cousin. What's the young lad called, John? Because, again. Uh, is it Tal, his name is? Tal. There you go. So he's called Tom. Yeah, yeah, Tal. So they, they, they see, I think at some point, Kiri drops her necklace and he puts it in the bag. So when they spill it out, they see the necklace oh, go, right. Oh, yeah, right. my sister's here, big man. Well, what's happening here? You just robbed my sister or cousin or somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up in the morning, sends the, sends the eagle to scout ahead. They spot him kind of in a trance. And they realise that he he can talk to the animals. All right, do a little, give it a rest. Um, right. He sees five women in robes surrounded by priests. And he says, that means the slave girls are going to be sacrificed. Um, so we need to get and rescue them. So they're on some floating bit of wood. <laughs> yeah, they just, yeah, they just got a bit of wood and just start rowing in the river, don't they? <laughs> yeah, They've got a bit of rope, you know, almost like one of those bridges where you would cross yeah, over. Yeah, like yeah, like the the, the like the, in Jaws. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, like the ferryman pulling the chain. That's right. So pay him his pay him his uh, his his piece of gold. Nah, they're getting pulled across. That what annoys me is the fact that they've walked all that way, obviously. And then when they get to where they need to go, so the one of them decides to pick a fight with Kiri and try to drown. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, out of nowhere. You know, they've they've obviously spent days getting there, and he decides he doesn't like her and he's going to drown her. I was like, what the hell? Absolutely. If bloody R finds out, you're in no end of trouble. He he sees all. R sees all. R sees all. R sees all. Um, 
So <laughs> then more priests come and they're firing these these arrows at them, and they're they're just they're, they're just away, like they're just pulling away. And then out of nowhere, they've t- they've tied three of them up to like a post, and Kiri yeah. kicks the post into the water, yeah. murdering these yeah. three priests. Like they need to lose weight. The next minute, she's just like, I'm out. Just get these guys yeah. at me. And Blast. I was like that, cold blooded. So Kiri agrees. Uh, oh, sorry, um, Kiri agrees to get Dar and as many people as they can to overthrow uh, Rip Torn. And it turns out that they agree for Seth to go and meet them two days later. He's going to get uh, mercenaries, basically. Yeah. So we go back to the model village, and Sacco steps out of his hutch, and there's the there's the eagle, and he's like, oh, no. Don't you, yeah. Back. I know. Oh. I know. So he knows he's promised Dar that he'll help him out. So he gets in his wagon, <laughs> smuggles him, smuggles all of them in, past the guards, away. into the city. Uh, but the eye ring gives away where they are, and Max is onto them. So we go, <laughs> we go into the temple. This is brilliant. We go into the temple. The 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 rats go with them, and as they're scouting ahead. Dar leads the way through the corridors and it just keeps going. I mean, this corridor is just one, like they go into this. It's basically a polystyrene pyramid, it is. isn't it? Yeah. But yeah. they keep walking one way. They don't make any turns and they must work, walk across these scenes for about a mile. I don't know how big it's meant to be, but it's not that big. Yeah. The, the, one of the corridors is they full of eyes. And- yeah, eyes and, and hands, spiky yeah. hands. Yeah, and apparently it's some form of monsters. So as he's as as these monsters with their spiky hands are grabbing at them, he jumps up and kind of monkey bars across, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, and as he gets to the end, he presses a button and all the windows for where the hands come out close. And then they can all continue going. As, as, as normal. Um, I put, it's one very, very long tunnel. Oh, they've put it's tortured men. They're tortured to the uh, to, to to the brink of death when they turn into monsters. Yeah, they um, get leeches in their ears or something like that, don't they? Yeah, it's like Wrath of Khan, isn't it? It's like Khan. They look in. Like Khan. Khan. <laughs> I know. As soon as I seen that, I was like, oh my god, they're ripping everything off, or either everything's ripping this movie off. Well, because that's what they need to do, maybe. Might be eighty four. Perhaps. I'm going to have to look that up, John. Yeah, but what a rip-off then. They've ripped it off. They just beasted this, Master. 82. So these movies came out oh, the same time. Right, so same idea. Yeah. You would argue that um, this was put together a lot quicker than a motion picture of the quality of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. I realise I'm one of very few people that thinks that, but uh, all the best Star Trek movies are even numbered. Are even, yeah, that's that's yeah, general we, we know the rule. We know the rule. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> um, we see that they that 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 they're doing this to to one of the prisoners, um, and to stop them, he lowers the ferrets down through this thing on a rope, and I've put Mission Impossible style. Yeah, to, to get the keys, aren't they? And I was like, <laughs> This is, I mean, this has been used a million times. So, did Mission Impossible nick this idea? Because that would yeah. be, that would be something. That's everybody's watched this movie, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> was that the first Mission Impossible movie that that that, that he did the dropping down the thing? Yeah, that was it. 
That was that was Brian that, De Palma? Was that a Brian De Palma movie? Oh, what do you check that new? I'm just you ruined it. <laughs> Brian De Palma sure is. Brian De Palma. He's made a lot of shit. Do you know Brian De Palma's eighty? Jesus. Yeah. So it, they they get that this is really weird. So they kind of get the keys, but your man is turned into a monster. The monster mauls the bad guys as they're trying to kill the little rats. And ferrets, ferrets, we can't call them uh, rats. Can call them rats. <laughs> um, the monster awakens. I put the monster awakens to kill his tormentors, but they've uh, and they continue walking. They've still not made a turn. This this lot, they're still no, they're going straight forward. Uh, yeah, there's an assassin waiting around a corner. Finally, there's a corner. There's an assassin waiting around the corner, and as the assassin would be assassin comes out. We, the next uh, shot we see rah. is the tiger mauling a straw-filled dummy that used to be that assassin. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. They Pure continue walking forward. Who out, Sally? I did meet Wurzel Gummidge, you know. What? Uh, yeah, that's it's one of the uh, one of the the Doctor Who's that I've met, uh, at, dressed as Wurzel Gummidge, and I also met Una Stubbs dressed as Aunt Sally the very same day. Jesus! Yeah, for the Lord Mayor's parade in Hena in Derbyshire, which is a little town. Shout out to anybody uh, that's from the Amber Valley. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing, uh, man. Yeah, it was really good, and I think I was maybe four or five, and I just screamed my head out. Scared to hell with it. Especially when he kept taking his head off. That was weird. Uh, well, yeah, but uh, yeah, at that point in his life, John Pertwee couldn't do that. I believe maybe about seven years later, he was dead and probably could have done that. Um, yeah. So they go and they find is they go and find the king. Remind me because I've forgotten his name already because I've had a couple of whiskeys. Zed, is he called Sid? Zed. Zed. Oh, he's called Zed. Yeah, Zed. I've written Sid for some Zed. reason. It turns out Zed's not dead, baby. He's just wearing aging makeup. It's weird, right? So Zed is Daz Da. <laughs> Zed he da. is Tal's Da. Yeah. He's is her uncle, isn't he? He's Kitty's yeah. uncle. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's Tal's dad. So Tal is the second born of mm-hmm. uh, of his kids, but they believe that Da. Is uh is is dead? They they thought he'd he'd he died. He vanished in the womb. Um. So I've 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 put Rip Torn turns up with his eyebrows, uh, and Linda Blair from The Exorcist because this woman climbs on the ceiling, uh, yeah. gets stabbed. She's soon dealt with, which is good news. He uses sight beyond sight, doesn't he? When he <laughs> sees to the the sees to the tiger's eyes. <laughs> Do you like that? Sight beyond sight. <laughs> exactly what he does. And that's not the only reference. There's going to be another Thundercats reference coming up. They they escape, or, or, or Rip Torn and his eyebrows escape. And then we're, we're at the... Uh, we're at... Oh, uh, the, the rats being chased down a drain pipe. Like, yeah. just this pipe out of nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah, it's got some broken stone, bits where you can me- see what and they're and doing. It's metal as well, isn't it? It's like proper, like, it's like drain pipes you get in Pollock. The old-fashioned ones that people would crack with bricks just because they thought it was funny. <laughs> Do you know what That's I mean? right. That's right. <laughs> exactly like the drain pipes we had in our National Coal Board house when I was growing up. Um, and there's a monster chasing them, but doing a really shit job. Um, it reminded me, actually, as I was growing up in that National Coal Board house, we used to have a dog called Patch. 
and uh, our neighbours had a prize ferret. I'm not joking. Our neighbours had a prize ferret, and at one point it got out and got into our yard, and our dog, Patch, who was a, uh, a mongrel, uh, chased it up the drain pipe, and it had to come out the drain pipe eventually. And when it did, uh, Patch ripped it apart, murdered Jesus. the spirit in cold blood. And our neighbours came round a couple of days later asking, have you seen our prize ferret? It's gone missing. And my mum said, no. No idea where it is. It was in our bin. What could you say to that, though? Jesus. What, that, what, yeah. what do you say? Do you say our mongrel of a duck? Killed your price fair. There you go. I'll, I'll, uh, my mum said, said, don't watch. And I watched. And it was the first dealings with death I had wow. as a child. And I've been obsessed with it since. Um, so, uh, so, so you, you want to take this out the uh, show just in case uh, your uh, old neighbours hear about it? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't fuck. Keep it in, man. Okay. Keep it in. Okay. Let them let them let, let them talk. Let, 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 let the let, people talk. Let them eat ferret. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um so as they're being chased, they escape into some sort of sewers. So Zed the kid and Kiri escape into the sewers. There's like a like a water based Puzzle. Yeah, like, it's basically like crystal maze. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. And even this, the, 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 the massive skull was made of styrofoam on it. You can see it just bounced a bit when it was raising up and down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he loosens it and, and it, it lifts up and they they head off down the uh, they head off down yep. the, into the sewers and then right. he smashes it so the thing drops down and they can't chase them. Uh, here are the um, here are the, the ferrets, they're back. Yeah, and he says, oh, you're a bit late, aren't you? With a key, I know. Like so, yeah, he gets chased down the pipe. Yeah, chased down the pipe by, as you say, a monster man. Um, he escapes wait, on did, a rope. How, how did Kiri get in there, though? So, obviously... The, the, that the, was my... And I've written here, Kiri's back. How is she back? How's she back? Because he's, he's plugged he's up... He's trapped her in the sewers. There's no other way around, yeah. and she automatically, and it's not as if she had the rope. She runs up to him and says, Oh, we need to go here, and grabs the rope from somewhere. So she just appears from absolutely nowhere. <laughs> He's left her to her doom in the sewers, as as you would any woman that you fancy. Um, anyway, the monster is trying to cut the rope with them on it. It's a little bit um, Temple, of, Temple of Doom. It's a little yeah. bit Temple of Doom. Yeah, uh, the eagle comes across. Um, Gets him and he falls to his death. Pulls him out the window. I mean, a full-grown man getting pulled out the bloody thing. Mate. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> please don't do this. Um, they they jump off the rope and land in Gregor Fisher's cart full of hay. Boom. But the gate is closed. They're about to escape. The gate is closed. Um, they they need, as he says, we need a counterweight. So the hawk grabs the <laughs> grabs the ferrets um, and drops them onto the rope and then uh-huh. nibbling the rope. Now, I've made a note here about counterweights. Um, so a counterweight works by applying opposite force. You can lift an item, sometimes heavier than required, uh, often used on trebuchets to fire shit. Ah, the old days. Like. Ah, we love a trebuchet, don't we? Trebuchet. Um, Trebuchet, and uh, as the rats are nibbling at the rope, here comes a gang of monster men. The, the guard finds the rats, and he's about to slice and open the gate, and one of them bites his balls. 
<laughs> and as he falls, he slashes the counterweight rope, and it goes Lamo. up. And it, it cuts down three of the people running under it. <laughs> yeah, as it drops to, yeah, absolutely. They get back to the rebels. There's loads of them. McDowell's done a good job. King Zed's there. And he says, um, he is a freak who speaks to animals. Uh, he doesn't like him, does he, Zed? Oh, he's, he's he's a, he's a, he's a he from? speaks to animals. No, he hates him. Yeah, uh, and he's... Uh, McDowell says, he is a friend. He is the Beastmaster. And I went, way, he said the title of the film. Yeah. And he went, I'm not having that. Anybody that talks to animals is a freak. Get him out of here. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he doesn't he doesn't know who he is. Anyway, the plan is for them to attack. So the plan is we're going to attack the West Wall. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And then the eye ring opens, and he says it all again, just to make sure the eye ring gets it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that. I thought was yeah. very good of him. Uh-huh. Do so. And I've put your blind old tit. <laughs> McDowell sees the eye rings opened uh, and stabs it right. with a fiery yeah, yeah. poker. So he knows, Rallon say, Poker, right. I hardly knew her. <laughs> so Rallon just say, oh man, he's had that plan. Let's do another plan. They go, let's just run. Let's just do a bunk. Um, and another thing that annoyed me about the film as well, and I don't know if you noticed this, Back when he was getting all the animals together, he's running with the panther, so it's blatantly him and the panther. Did you notice that they superimposed teeth onto that? No. <laughs> Mate, you need to watch it back. There's a bit, I'll try and get the time. There's a bit where Beastmaster's running with the panther, and it's just this blatant superimposed set of teeth that are on this black mass. Get us, a, get, get us a screenshot for I'll, social. I, I certainly will. <laughs> and now you said running with the panther. All I can think is running with the panther. Uh, yeah, that's all I can think of. Dangerous. Um, he's, oh, he's rubbish, isn't he? This, yeah, like, how is he even the king? Like, he's a really, really shit kid. That's why he's the king of a model village. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he... Beastmaster's away. He's upset that uh, his his father, not that he knows it, uh, won't go with his plan. Uh, and then, out of nowhere, Gregor Fisher turns up with a horse, and he's gone. They fucked it, Beastmaster. They've all been captured. Um, yeah, and it's just pictures of them all strung up like something that a bloody life of Brian. That's right. Yeah, and as he as as they turn up to see them, I've put they're all dressed like the leader in the Simpsons. The leader <laughs> is good. The leader is great. We surrender our will as of this date. <laughs> so Beastmaster kills five baddies uh, on his way up the pyramid. Uh, the rats chew the prisoners' binds, which is pretty good. Uh, there's a woman being sacrificed. Uh, he hits her on the shoulder and it knocks her out. Oh, that was Kiri. He, he, she gets hit on the shoulder and it knocks her out because, you know, that's where if you hit that's a woman around. on the shoulder, yeah. it will knock them out. Yeah, uh, yeah. We do not recommend hitting women. By the way, I've just got to say this because I was thinking about this because I haven't seen it in years. The Wrestler's a good movie, isn't it? Is Mickey that Mickey Rock? Rock? Oh yeah, 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 that was I could That's see that was a great movie. Claimed, yeah, I'm sure we can learn a heck of a lot about the the. the Not as much as Highlander, movie. but yeah, we'll give it a good go if you want to do that. <laughs> you will I never love the know. fact that every time I pick a fucking movie, you're like, yeah, but not as much as the one that I pick, which is Highlander. <laughs> Jesus, I can fast see the dissolution of this podcast because all you'll do is, well, I shit that you never got as many as I did with Highlander. Even though you did all the fucking 110, baby. 
<laughs> oh, man. And they never spoke again. How yeah. did that podcast only end up with 16 episodes? Well, it turned out that John got pretty much uppity about the fact that he'd figured out a film where he could get all the things. All the facts. Oh, brilliant. All the things. All the hangs that we learned. All the hangs. <laughs> it's testament to how fucking bad this film is and how few things that we've learned oh. from it that we're, 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 we're battling one another uh, <laughs> as it goes. Um, so Rip Torn is about to sacrifice Kiri. Yeah. But here's the Beastmaster. <laughs> Rip Torn says to the king, uh, your unborn son here to save the day. I've put Beastmaster and Rip Torn roll about a bit, because they do. <laughs> it's proper proper wrestling stuff. Uh, Witchy Linda Blair's back. She stabs it. Oh, um, I've put, he stabs an empty cape, and she flies away as a white dove. She's not really there. It's a white dove. Yeah, she's just, and never come back. I know, yeah. It's kind of like, so long, suckers. Ah, I got my wings, I'm flying. <laughs> uh, Rip Torn gets up. He's about to stab Beastmaster. And Kodo jumps at him, biting his neck. They Ooh. fall into the fire. And Kodo died. And they both died. And Kodo included. And Beastmaster's trying to grab him again. And I've put st- I've put stoats, just, just for another word, are not fire resistant. Yeah, not but actually, just, I did feel sad. Both Rachel and I felt sad at this point. Yeah, because and it's not the fact that, that Cordo's in there; it's the fact that Cordo's on the sidelines, going, uh. yeah, doing like a little squeaky <laughs> thing. <laughs> Which is, you get a moment of sadness, and then I've put. Do you remember that motive shit from earlier on? Well, here comes some baddies. How about we cover up the motive shit with a little bit of sand, mm-hmm. and they'll fall into it. And I've yeah. put Home Alone reacts only. Uh, <laughs> That's it. So here are the Juds. They're riding. It's really badly lit. It's like that very last fucking episode of Game of Thrones. It's really shit lit. And you can't tell anything that's going on. Um, and they eventually ride forward. And I've put, they've been tarred, but not feathered, though. <laughs> so this mote of shit, which is tar, not to be confused with dar or ar. Or lar. Um, Lar. Uh, tar is derived from the roots and wood of pine. It was used to coat boats, making them waterproof back in the day. And if you mix it with linseed, it makes a varnish for wood. What? Yeah. I've always wanted to coat a boat. A motorboat. I caught a boat. A motorboat? You want a motorboat? Yeah, very good. Um, <laughs> um, oh, kid runs with the torch. And yeah, everybody else gets shot with arrows, and he gets one we had. Don't do it. Public service podcast. Don't do it. Don't run with torches or scissors. It's a bad idea. Uh, he gets shot a little bit. Kiri turns up. She lights a man on fire who's been in it. Again, I'm delighted because it's a man on fire. Yep. And then and uh, drop kicks him into the tar. Blammo. They all go up on fire, blammo indeed, except for the Kurgan, and they're all outnumbered, so they're kind of circled. Um, McDowell turns up at this point, and he's dressed like Panthro in Thundercats. <laughs> Sorry, Liz. Baby, I'm into that. That was a quick change, wasn't it, though? It was like- yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's like some sort of... Superhero kind of gimp outfit, yeah, yeah like, like Black Panther's uh, brilliant uncle. 
<laughs> yeah, like kind of panthro daddy. Yeah, okay, good. Um, and he's got like he's got his big stick and he's fighting off with his stick. Um, the Kurgan comes in to finish Beastmaster off. They all back off. Beastmaster, yeah, he's swinging some sort of swing ball thing. It's like that bit out of. Uh, sorry, no, the Kurgan's swinging some spin swing ball thing. It's like a bit out of um, Shaun of the Dead. You know yeah. where he's 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 spinning he's the thing and, and he hits hits the zombie with the ball and they're going no and they're doing the stabbing motion. Yeah. Um, uh, luckily, the hawk <laughs> yeah. pissed off earlier on with that medallion uh, to get the creepy skin suit monsters who come in and goop all the baddies. Man, that was a good bat. Yeah, so yeah, I did like it, and that's but it, and, and that's that's all the monsters. Annoying, we don't find out who the masked. Kurgan guy was because I thought he'd be like a massive because you see it a few times his scary eyes but you never actually get to see the character which kind of sucked yeah he's absolutely yeah so long movie I'm the big monster in the movie so long it's so done long, like, uh... yeah and that's it so they go back to uh, sitting around basically sitting around uh, and he says what about uh, what about the kid oh yeah he's he's all right he'll be fine and he sees the marking on Beastmaster's hand, and he says, "It's yeah. you. You're his brother. You're the firstborn. You should be king." Yeah. And he says, "No, the kid will make a great king. Oh, because he's he's hurt his left 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 arm with the thing. He's he'll make a great king. He has a strong right hand already." And I was thinking, "Yeah, that was me at that age." <laughs> With a strong yeah, right I had a strong right hand to that age. I'll fucking tell you. Um, so Beastmaster's away. He's off. Yeah, sets uh, off with Podo, uh, who's got two kids, two baby ferrets. Oh yeah, and this was the this was the sweetest bit. So Podo yeah. was given birth to two little ferrets. Yeah, oh. and, it, and they set off for a path to new adventures. That's right. Yeah. Oh, and it was really sweet. And I've put, he's left the kiddies ultimate boomerang. Which doesn't appear very much in this movie, which I'm quite annoyed about. Yeah, it's only like in at the beginning and then in at the kind of the end, which is really disappointing. It's never never really used. Um, He's off snogging Kiri, and I've written, it's your fucking cousin. Uh, Yeah, I mean, chill out. I mean, this isn't Shelbyville. (laughs) <laughs> and that's the movie you looked yeah. every bit of that didn't you I really I honestly I really did it just took me back and it was like the quickest doing 54 minutes of my life I just I felt as if it was just gone in a blink of an eye so even though the, it's a new and 50 odd minutes of your life I didn't feel it I was just I was in there I was I was the Beastmaster. I was controlling my drone which was Rama Hawk brilliant <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Uh, have we got anything that, that any more bits of shit that you picked up from the movie? Nah, the only thing, real big thing for me was Mark Singer back in the eighties, early nineties was so big. Bear in mind, he was he was he was the main man in V, so he was like oh. in my eyes when I saw V, I, I, I thought Beastmaster. But as time went on, he totally owned that character in V. So uh, he was to me, he was a man. Rachel said to me, as we were watching it, she said, we've got to watch V again. I'm like, I've seen V twice. I don't think I ever see it again. The original, yeah, yeah. I don't think I need to see V a third time. I think think a third time is one too many. Yeah, I saw it as a kid, kid, and then I saw it 
maybe in my 20s, roughly when I heard that they were going to do new Vs, giving it the flicking the Vs when I learned they were flicking the Vs. It's great. It's really good. That alien baby, brilliant. Great scene. It was was Diana for me. I was obsessed with Diana. She took her mask off and I thought, oh, you scary bitch. (laughs) Again, without without meaning to sound like that guy, still would. There's a Diana, why not? Um, so that's that's a good thing to pick up. You you mentioned something uh, at the start of the start of the movie, and and, and it, it it bugged me. And I've had to have a look. Um, you said that Kiri was David Carradine's ex-wife. It's not. She's not. She's never been married to him. Um, the first boobs that you see at the start of the film. That's David Carradine's ex-wife, and it doesn't say. Oh, right. Okay. It, you know the the you know the woman running in the, at the, in the, yeah. in the village. In the village, it's not the first boobs, is it? Because I think you see them before. Uh, but yeah, running in the village—that's David Carradine's ex-wife. Right. Okay. I don't know which because I've googled, and there's about twenty of them. <laughs> David that's Carradine. Because I was thinking myself, man, grasshoppers will cry chopping above his weight with that one, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I tell you what else I've got. You know, they get Toto the dog to lick his face. Do you know how they got Toto the dog to lick his face? By putting pedigree chum all over his face? Almost. I tell you what, pedigree chum's probably better. By putting hot dog water on his face. Oh, that is a salty sensation right there, isn't it? Is that brine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's have some of that briny face stuff, yeah. Which I thought was really right. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anything more that you want to add? No, that's, that's all I've got, mate. I'm, I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> Last thing, last thing. You know that pyramid, that bloody polystyrene pyramid? Yeah, yeah. Cost $52,000 to make. I read a thing, yeah, I read a thing last night that said, here's here's kind of a a bit from the director's commentary. um, And I didn't, I I would have gone back and watched it with the director's commentary because I'm sure it's a lot more fun. $52,000 it cost to make. Jesus, that's... Well, it's in it. must have been a fair size because they were running for miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I did try and I did try and see a little bit actually as to as, as to how much the movie cost to make, um, and I I honestly did not find it. I think it was eight million it cost to make, but I didn't find out how much it actually made, which I'm very very disappointed by. But you would assume you would assume. It made enough. It made its money back to do so. Oh, well, I'm just looking through my notes here. One thing I'd missed. I tell you what, I did learn. So, do you, do you know the thing about ripped, ripped, torn, broke into a bank uh, as a, as an old man and said he thought it was his home and he was confused. No, I recommend. I recommend anybody go up and look up the story of of how he got arrested for breaking into breaking into a bank. So he was arrested. I'm, I'm going to read this off Wikipedia because I've had to I've had to bring it up. So he in, in January 29th, 2010, Torn was arrested after breaking into a Litchfield Bancorp branch office in Lakeville, Connecticut, where he maintained a residence. Not in the bank. I think he lived locally. He was charged with carrying a firearm without a permit, carrying a firearm whilst intoxicated. First degree burglary, second degree criminal trespassing, and third degree criminal mischief. The Connecticut State Police said Torn broke into the bank thinking it was his home. In court, the lawyer told the judge his client needed help with alcohol abuse and that he could start treatment immediately in New York. Torn was released on a $100,000 bail. 
As a condition of his release, Torn had to be evaluated for substance abuse. On August 11th, 2010, Torn was denied special probation, which would have allowed his name to have been cleared of charges. Judging the case cited Torn's history of alcohol abuse and his possession of a loaded weapon whilst intoxicated, which carries a minimum one-year sentence. December 14th, 2010, Torn pleaded guilty of reckless endangerment, criminal trespass, criminal mischief and possession of a firearm. He was given a two and a half year suspended jail sentence and three years probation. Jesus. I'm adding that to a thing you didn't know <laughs> because didn't know you that. didn't know that. And I that's did not right. know that. Did you know and this guy? Who's this guy? So I'm showing Planty a picture of oh, I Mark, can't Singer, see it, mate. Mark Singer and I'll send it to you. It's Mark Singer and Beastmaster 2 and he's got peroxide blonde hair. Wow. Can you see it? I so do I'll, I'll see send it on yeah. yeah. He has a Please lot do. of peroxide blonde hair. <laughs> socials jesus um what i did also learn while i was looking into rip torn and uh, i wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for this is rip torn has a very very famous cousin okay. his cousin is sissy space egg wow jesus who i would argue is a better actor um well yeah she really is yeah sissy space is proper she's a proper weird actress though isn't she yeah she's like, very kind of cult kind of yeah as much as as much as i like it it's just it's a bit, mm, bit off so 14 million beastmaster made 14 million 14 one four one four so yeah that's, that's a uh, that's a profit of six mil i would assume that's not too bad the, that is not too bad. the second one had a budget of six million and only made something like eight eight hundred sixty nine thousand. so shit the hell of a hit. Oh, yeah, that was... <laughs> oh. so we're, not, we're not watching the second one. No, we are not. Well, I might go away and watch it. By the way, while we're on Sissy Spacek, Coal Miner's Daughter, I, I know, I know I'm obsessed. I know I'm obsessed with Coal, Coal Miner's Daughter. It's a great movie. It's a very, very good movie. You like it? Uh, I do. I love it. I think it's absolutely fantastic. John, how did we do? Right, so I'm realistically, I'm not... Going back about this one, I think we got thirty-two or thirty-three. Did we get thirty-two or did we get thirty-three? Oh God! I'm saying we got thirty-two. Well, you're wrong, John. We got forty-one. Gee, that's better than expected, man. So on my list, it says forty-one hangs I learned from 1982's Beastmaster. It's no, there you go. It's the fucking worst film. No, it's not the worst film. <laughs> it's not the worst film by some stretch. Uh, you could you could listen for three hours and you still wouldn't get to this episode of bad, uh, terrible things that we've <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that because it's something a little bit different and I thought we wouldn't cover a lot of fantasy movies uh, because I like the idea of us actually getting 100 things in every one. And you're not going to get 100 things in a fa- fantasy no, movie. No, as soon as I mentioned it and as soon as I said it, I was like, this, this, is, this is a labour of love. This is a, a fantasy. This is a fantasy of mine. So, well, just give me this indulgence, please. Was that just because there's boobs in it? Uh, there's and boobs and, in it. and uh, John John Amos's John Amos's naked bod. <laughs> his his burger buns. But Tanya <laughs> Roberts, man, honestly, God, it was like, what the hell? She's doing nude scenes straight off the bat. Happy yeah. times. Oh yeah, absolutely. We well before we were awoke. There's there's something in this for everybody, I would argue. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awful. So, folks, 
thank you so much for joining us. You know where to find us by now. We're 100 Things Pod on Twitter. We're 100 Things Film on Instagram. We're pretty active on both of those. We've got Facebook, which if your man wants to follow us on Facebook, she can. Uh, she can also post uh, people looking for uh, dogs or other animals. Beastmaster will do his best uh, to find those missing animals yeah. for you on yeah. our Facebook page. And, and if Facebook is to believe we may actually be on Bebo at some point within the next couple oh, of months. Oh, mate, yeah. And somebody said to me on Twitter love, recently, love. Scottish thing, by the way, Bebo, because I didn't know any Bebo until I moved to Scotland in two, uh, 2007 and everybody was on Bebo. So uh, a, 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 a couple of the podcasts that I follow are Scottish podcasts and a few of them have said um, are you going to be joining? Um, are you going to be joining Bebo? And the answer is, of course, we'll be joining Bebo, just for uh, yeah. just for memories. Uh, Behind the Screams podcast had posted, uh, "Will you be joining Bebo?" And uh, to Behind the Screams podcast, I, I do like their stuff, their horror stuff. Uh, we will be joining Bebo, and we will be adding them on there. So please. Join us on all the socials. Uh, give us a review, please, on uh, Apple Podcasts. That's how we get out to more people. Five stars would be nice. Tell us with dicks. Do what you want, but just give us five stars. That would be super. Yeah, yeah. But that one, that one, that was that was for love, plants, and I, I do apologise yeah. if it wasn't your company. No, but not at all. They're all they're all fun. They're all getting added to my letterbox. We'll do a we'll do a. We'll do a podcast letterboxd, I think, for those that want to see that. Uh, that's something I will set up at some point in the future. Uh, John, do you want to say goodbye? Yeah, guys, look, again, uh, no, we're still on lockdown. So, as always, please stay safe and uh, keep listening. The numbers are going up and up and the downloads are going up and up. So, thanks very much for your support. So, we really do do this for uh, the banter. We don't do it for, <laughs> we don't do it for the fame. We do it for the band. <laughs> we do. I'm glad we don't do it for the fame. Uh, that's for sure. Um, so, yeah, guys, stay inside. Don't vote conservative. Uh, don't, don't do it. It's a terrible idea. Uh, stay inside. Look after yourselves. Look after your family. Much love from all of us. I've been Mark. And I've been John. And we have been 41 Hengs. We have learned from 1982's the Beastmaster. 